Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of the Mega Crew Cast. My name is Nick. And now this time I am joined by Doug, Michael, Passio, Passion. And uh, we have some new inaugural guests here. Thomas and Alex. Another Alex. Alex, uh, is it okay uh, if I say your last name? No, it's no? not, dude. <laughs> All right. Big Al. So Big, Al. Big, Big Al. Big Al. We'll yeah. call him Big Al. That's right. Big Al or Albino Al, whatever rolls off the tongue better. I like Albino Al, actually. He is big. All right, so uh, <laughs> to start things off, we're going to talk, since we have some uh, working gentlemen here today, we're going to talk about some uh, company culture and just kind of our initial, not like initial thoughts, initial, you know, things that we've been doing in our work lives. If that uh, that interests you, then stick around. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So um, I first kind of, I'm interested in to know what uh, Big Al, our new guy on the pod, Alex. Um, what year? What, how long have you been at your your firm now? Uh, I started in July. You started so in July. I, gra- so I graduated in college in May. Yeah, and you're at a big four consulting firm. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. What's yeah. it like in a bullpen, dude? Just tell me. Is it awesome walking in every day, having your own cubicle, decorating it with Funko Pops? <laughs> dude, I whoa, whoa, that's my work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, it's it's a little bit different. I don't know if we want to get too into the nitty gritty of just like the nature of consulting, but I'm not going into yeah. Let's just talk yeah, a regular just, cubicle office. It's yeah. more like I'm I'm on a client site. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So my first client was in Philly. So um, you bring your Funko Pops on the road. I bring my Funko Pops, my firecrackers, any other accessories. You have a suitcase for them, or like some sort of pope mobile. That's a fan. Um, <laughs> I haven't I haven't graduated to a suitcase level yet. Uh, I'm too intimidated, but I have a backpack. And nice. it does the trick for now. I yeah. think that's more common these days. Like people oh, it's um, going to work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How yeah. Going to, it's like, very like, I just graduated. I want to look professional. I'm yeah. also millennial. Mm-hmm. Here's my $200 like, satchel <laughs> that my, my mom yeah. for Christmas. Yeah. You know? Here's the thing. When you think about a high-powered executive, when you think about a businessman, he doesn't. Don Draper doesn't have a backpack, you know? Who the Bob fuck Iker, is Don Draper? He's from Mad Men, dude. When you think of a high-powered executive, they don't have a backpack on it's a new Backpacks are beta. To be oh, but here's is that a hot take? I think briefcases are classic. Briefcases are classic, but they're also What'd beta. Would you say, Alex? I think backpacks are beta. <laughs> yeah, they can be beta. Um, I have... <laughs> so, I something that you guys don't even know beta, like, until you see adults in their 20s and 30s with wheelie backpacks <laughs> in oh graduate school. Wheelie backpacks are a whole different animal. That's like. a whole... Are they like dodging the panties that are being thrown at them? Like yeah, I think, the airport? I think that's the way it works. It's wild, man. I couldn't believe it. I like, I was shocked. I was shocked when I walked into to, to school and I was like, no, there are like, adults here with wheelie backpacks. I yeah. mean, I guess they're looking out for their spinal health. But. It just kind of confirms that like, if you're a beta at 16, you're going to be a beta when you're 42. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I mean, I think there's, there's a little bit of social mobility with respect to whether you're an alpha or a beta, but there's not much. But like Yeah. But going back to backpacks, it's like the inverse. I remember it's so you're so disgusted by seeing adults with wheelie backpacks. I remember the first time I ever saw a wheelie backpack, my mind was blown. Yeah, <laughs> so when you're like in kindergarten. Opposite. You're like shit, that kid can just wheel their backpack around. <laughs> yeah, and I, I was like, that can be done. You can just put it on yeah. the ground with wheels. It makes so much sense, but mm. I never thought of it. I feel like they banned wheelie backpacks. That was you're thinking of Heelys. Did they? We did ban Heelys, yes. I don't know. I feel like schools were like, no, like this can't happen. Yeah. <laughs> you mean at our college or like, no? You said grade school. Yeah, grade school. I don't know. I feel like there was just something against them. They did ban the. You can uh, open carry on our campus. The hoverboard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the hoverboard. They did ban the hoverboard. That was cool. Don't be bringing those wheelie backpacks around here. 
Um, yeah, Alex, you were just in um, in Tampa for work, weren't you? Yeah, what a place. What yeah. a place. I think this kind of opens up just a chest of drawers for what Florida is as a state. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You, you could. it's two hours away, and I feel like I'm in a different world. Yeah. You know, yeah, for yeah. the better or for the less, they, I guess it depends yeah. how you no, look on Florida, it. Florida, it's the lowest point in America, so think about it. All the bad, grimy stuff sinks to the bottom, so it ends up in Florida, and that's why Florida is the way it is. That's how I think about it. It's an interesting state. For yeah. sure, um, and yeah. I think because it's it's warm all year round, it it attracts offers, the old, attracts the it attracts for, mm-hmm. it attracts old really hot Trans- people, gators. young really hot people, and almost like transplants from people to people yeah. north of like, you know of, what I gotta get away, I gotta start a new yeah. image, snowbird, Florida, tons that's of, where you're going, tons of Latin American Caribbean influence, which is really interesting. You get yeah. that mixed with super old boomers yeah like, like white boomers from like New that's England and Ready like South that. yeah yeah it's a like that's a that's an interesting dynamic I'm sure I will ask Nick how is your how's this transition going because I know you also are yeah the whole the get go with the Just job graduated. and everything it's nice it's nice uh, my workplace the building is you know, it's not one of those glamorous um, tech companies like Google, Facebook. You're a software engineer, correct? But I, I am a software engineer, yes. Yeah. I do engineer software. But, um, you know, the building is just a, just a building. It houses many people. I have my own cubicle. And, nice. you know, it's it used to be really small, but I kind of got upgraded. I didn't get a promotion or anything because they're like, <laughs> Don't sell yourself short, dude. <laughs> no, but we just, I just okay. moved with my team. We just moved to a new, like, little office space so we can collaborate collaborate you know like, open <laughs> office open office no no open office don't even get me started on open offices I just want to touch base with you uh, circling back to what you said earlier yeah. <laughs> but basically that's what my manager because <laughs> my manager's office is right down the hall he'll just come in he'll just put his arm over my cubicle and be like how you doing Nick and I'll just be like how are these oh, rockets you know, coming along? <laughs> that's not you know, a boss. That's a leader. <laughs> <laughs> or a pedophile. <laughs> well, like, he'll say a bunch of stuff. We have, you know, software engineering world. You have these things called uh, stand-up meetings, or it's just, like, these brief uh, 10 or 15-minute meetings okay. every day or almost every day just to talk about what you've been working on, okay, nice. where you're stuck, and, like, what you're working on the next day. So I'll say that, and then my manager will go off being saying, like, oh, he'll go off for, like, 20 minutes about, like, whatever, and then he'll just leave, and I'll just be like, what do you want us to do? And then I'm like, can you put that, can you capture that in an email or something? He's like, I don't know. It's weird. But um, at first I was like, oh, you know, like the company culture here is like not so great and stuff. But then I'm like, when I'm bored at work, I watch these YouTube videos of this guy who like shits on a millennial company culture and stuff and these big tech companies. And he's like, yeah, the only reason they give you free food and stuff and have ping pong and um, cornhole in the office is because they want to keep you there for like 12 or 13 hours a day and I'm like alright I'm glad I can just come in do my 8 or 9 hours because yeah. I, I do yeah. like just a company culture initiative that's a, this 980 schedule where it's like you work a little bit longer each day but you get every other Friday off if you want that's nice. mm-hmm. yeah, so yeah, yeah. since my commute is long it really benefits me in that mm-hmm. way but um, yeah so it's like I just come in do my 8 or 9 hours and I'm just Leave. Wait, <laughs> yeah. Which is nice. Have you sat down and done the math? If do going that extra hour or however longer every day adds up to one full day at twice a week or uh, every two weeks? They have like um when we clock in our time, like the website we clock in our time, it kind of just tells you like oh if you if you want to run by the schedule, here is the recommended well, hours. And it's nine eighty, like so over two week period you do nine days, forty hours a week. So that's it's the same. No, as well you do you do eight nine hour days. And then one eight-hour day is what I've been doing. And right, that adds up to 80 hours. Right, so you're doing the same amount as if you were doing 9 to 5 Monday yeah. to Friday. Yeah. Um, except for your commuting less, and commuting sucks. Yeah, and it's like, I don't know, I've been 
I want to push for maybe a work from home day every once in a while because even though I do work on for Space Force, we yeah, have yeah. we have we have uh, VPNs and you know it's 2020. We have VPNs and this kind of technology. So yeah, but here's yeah the that's thing. interesting. But like, there's a bunch of work that you have absolutely no reason to be in one place to do it. No, it's just that's yeah. the culture where yeah. how businesses operate. Because mm-hmm. they want to keep like, well, some my place is pretty lenient. They're like I don't get micromanaged, which is great. But other places, it's like. There, there's literally HR software that monitors what people have, like what tabs people have open on their screen. Oh, yeah. They can tell if you're on Facebook. <laughs> I would actually be fired. <laughs> <laughs> I would get fired too because I'm on YouTube like yeah. all day yeah. and like LinkedIn or whatever. But yeah. like, yeah, like miss me with that. If I <laughs> if if I found that they were using that, I'd be like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> I want to look at dank memes while I'm taking a poop. Is that so wrong? So Nick. What, Explain to me. So they have the capacity to do this, but they don't do it. Is that what the deal is? Well, like the software's out there. Like a company, if the company oh, wanted to pick it yeah. up, like this is it like, exists. Is what you're saying? Yeah, it exists. Sorry, I thought you were saying some you companies company. actually do it. Yeah, but I don't. At least I don't think. I'd imagine they're probably it. required to tell you that they're doing it, right? Yeah. I mean, probably somewhere in the contract that you sign. Yeah, but... in the in the fifty-page <laughs> terms and conditions you signed. Yeah, it's in there somewhere. Just like you, you're not allowed to. A lot of companies have. Um, uh, arbitration clauses in their employment contracts, so you can't sue them. You can only uh-huh. go to a private arbitrator yeah. that they pay for if you have a dispute. Hey, man, fair is fair. I would say, just to kind of maybe close this topic, the biggest difference between it's, it's pretty obvious, but you don't really realize it until you're doing it, at least yeah. I didn't, was that in college, you're surrounded by a bunch of 18 and 22 year olds, uh-huh. but like in work, like my two main people I work with are 25 and 39. Yeah, yeah. So the, the total dynamic changes of like who you're working with. The mm-hmm. age ranges, mm-hmm. different backgrounds. Yeah, totally. You yeah. know, like the two people. It's just different. I work with who are like I'm directly working with. One of them's like a year older than me, and the other one's like in his late twenties. But then, like the guy in the queue next to me is a is a boomer. He's like in his sixties. Oh, <laughs> so we'll is be he cute. <laughs> I mean, there, he has some old pictures of him with his like kids and stuff. He was a handsome guy when oh. he. Oh, okay. Oh. Calling HR. Getting a Woody. And um. Yeah, we'll be talking about, like, the other people I work with, we'll be talking about video games and stuff. He won't jump in, but we were talking about Star Trek. I don't watch Star Trek. (laughs) But he... Remember that damn Soviet block game. (laughs) (laughs) When my my coworker was talking about Star Trek, how about the new series that is coming out, I think, this year, he jumped right in. (laughs) This guy lives, breathes, eats, probably has other things with Star Trek (laughs) going on. Yeah, yeah. Is he, like, a... uh... Next generation guy, or is he Kirk? Which uh, dude? Uh, he's, which Star dude, Trek does he go for? It's a big question. I think he likes it all. That's the thing. Well, it's like that, I don't remember, true. and you I don't, rem- do I don't know Star Trek, so I don't know the differences between this. But I think it's a huge difference. The original series is the best, but that's it. I'm sorry. I know he's looking Get forward to this oh. new series. <laughs> Picard. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, Picard's the best. Well, yeah. then he likes the Next Generation because that was the series with Picard. Yeah, TNG. Yes. I don't know shit about Star Trek. I don't. I have no. I have no idea. I know there's an inter. There's a federation of planets or something like that. Yeah, there's that's just like a, there's that's just all like I know. Galaxy standing government. I saw I saw a video of a woman who had never seen Star Wars in her life explain just the basics of Star Wars. I would love to hear. Yeah, Mike, what is? Star Wars? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, guys, I tried to show because we're a lot of us. I think everyone but Alex is a big Star Star Wars fan here, right? Yeah. Um, we enough. So I tried to show my my girlfriend has never seen Star Wars, and I tried to show her Star Wars, and I started with Episode Four, which is. That's, for, a, that's the a first, responsible choice. First yeah. It's the first one that came uh-huh. out, um, mm-hmm. even though it's episode four. 
uh, Star Wars math for you. But, uh, space math. But the first 20 minutes, I didn't even realize, is just droids, like, beeping at each other. And, I, and it's just like, this sucks. I'm not, wa- I'm not watching this. You're like, you're a nerd. I was like, all right, fine. Like, we don't have to watch this. Like, you're right. You're right. There's a, there is a lot of R2 for the very first Star Wars to just be like, oh, yeah, first, like... Ten minutes, no dialogue. You don't know what's going on. It's just and these droids going about their business. It's considered like one of the best ten movies ever. Yeah. And like, and I don't, personally, I don't think it's that good. I love Star Wars, but <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wonder if when it because wasn't it made in like the seventies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if like at that time they're like, yo, we'll just like fuck with them and just like yeah, have these like crazy beeping noises yeah. and do all these effects. We're just like, whoa. You have, you have to keep like, in mind it's thinking like yeah. the content. The people who made Star Wars are super rich now. Don't get me wrong, but they were some of the biggest betas like in the oh, history yeah. of like yeah. uh-huh. George Lucas at all are so They are the elder, beta. Beta, elder betas. Yeah. 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 They're <laughs> the like the first of their kind, the progenitors. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like what Tolkien was to a generation of betas. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, that's what George Lucas was to the the uh, you know the, the 1970s 1960s. Right. Generation 1970s 1980s I should say. Yeah, generation yeah. of uh, my, every time we talk about Star Wars with my dad, he always brings up the genesis of Star Wars. He's always like, oh, did you know George Lucas was turned down many times before we actually <laughs> yeah, was I able bet. to do Star Wars? But this is a responsible choice. It should have been turned down. But this happens times. literally every time we bring up Star Wars. So I've heard this story dozens of times from my dad. No, he doesn't have dementia. No, he doesn't have Alzheimer's or anything. Squirrel. Oh, we got another Big Al isn't used to the barn, so he's, yeah, he's out of his element seeing yeah, squirrels running no, around around him. Squirrels are hot, so this is bad. That was the closest we've ever gotten to a squirrel, I think, in the barn. That's I think the longest day. I got touched around. by one today. Ew. Dude, they're, they're rapid. Right? Be I careful. <laughs> climbed over my shoulder and ran out the door. They are so bold at this point, they're going to be a guest on the podcast <laughs> in a couple of episodes. Speaking oh, of Doug being touched by a squirrel, I. Not not. That was the only instance where that's happened. Speaking of three minutes ago, you know, this ground is littered with debris that squirrels drop. I absentmindedly picked up a walnut, and over the course of a few minutes, it made its way, you know, towards my mouth, and I dropped it just now, realizing that I probably have coronavirus now, or whatever squirrels carry. No, you just nasty. He's got the squirrel flu. <laughs> stop um, eating floor walnuts. I'm, yeah, I'm like left. a three-year-old. I just put stuff Alex, in my stop mouth. Stop the ground. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, you're in, you're in, in school still, as am I. Um, but you work out at a, at a smoothie place on the side. Yeah, dude, Tell us about it's it. It's a hustle. I don't know. I just take fruit, put it into a machine, and juice comes out, and people buy the juice. <laughs> nice. And sometimes when there's juice left over, I drink it, even though I'm not supposed to, because, you know, Ooh. that's stealing. But that's yeah, good. I make smoothies. I, that's what we call corporate waste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I work with a bunch of high schoolers because <laughs> it is a minimum wage job that is right next to high school. But other than that... And we don't live near a college, so... Yeah, we don't live near a college. Uh, Bucks County Community College. That's right. I, I yeah, apologize. As, Did I just as, as an alumnus location? of I guess it's Bucks okay. County Community College... Come and find us. It's good stuff. <laughs> Alex, oh, we've been getting so much hate mail. If I can <laughs> ask you... As, like, working at a smoothie place, what is DEFCON 1? What is the one thing that no one working there ever wants to see happen? Like, a juicer dropping, a woman yelling, I don't... I don't know that there is really a worst-case scenario in the juice world. I don't know. I can can think of one. Code blue. I can think of one. Stick your fist in the blender! That would be a nightmare scenario. No, like for protein. Case. This is why you're in the management consulting game, Alex. <laughs> no, I can think of it. The worst case scenario is running out of mangoes, dude. If you're oh, out of mangoes, no. it's over. What will, what will the yoga moms do they if won't. you run out of uh, they'll mangoes? Starve. They'll starve. <laughs> Where will they get their vitamin B3s? <laughs> Didn't green, saw, green 
or not, whatever smoothie place you work at. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did I get wrong? Blue cut. It was, yes, my place of business, just not my place of business, my place of work was just burgled. But the thing no is, way. it makes no sense. They what did they take? Here, Pineapples? Here's the thing. They smashed the back door, opened uh-huh. it, came in. But, like, every business with a cash register, the drawer is emptied every night. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's yeah. It's out and you're, you're risking, like, 15 years in jail Literally. for, like, $1,000. It's a shame. It's Literally. A shame. So, and they just took the drawer, and there was apparently, like, literally $2.50 in the drawer. So, you oh know. Oh, my God. How is um, that juice place in Newtown the first place you hit if you don't know what you're doing? That doesn't make any sense. No, dude. I, it's genius. You're like, that place has $12 smoothies. They must be loaded. Yeah, yeah. no. I mean, there's a lot of cash, but I don't know. They're just dumbasses. Like the 7-Eleven? Nah, that place has been hit too and many to, times. And to boot, they keep tips in clear plastic bags right next to yeah. the register. And they were left. He left oh, bags of cash. Oh, man. Right oh, so he's a conscious then. I, he, was just, he, I, he was just an idiot. I guess his adrenaline was pumping. I don't know. Listen, yeah. I, I smell a rat. I think someone with a lot of insurance claims. <laughs> oh, but nothing was stolen. Himself. How do you claim insurance on $2.50 in a broken window? the door repairman in Newtown is looking to expand his business. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's not even the stupidest it's thing. It's a racket. <laughs> it's a racket, I tell ya. I Newtown uh, Mafia. $16 smoothies. They're not sorry, right, guys. Let's not, let's, let's not use too much hyperbole. Our most expensive smoothie is about $10.19 plus tax included. But that's okay. ridiculous. Yeah. What about yeah. add-ons? What if I want to get some ginseng in that I bitch? I mean, a dollar each, dude. Oh, a, girls gotta eat, alright? <laughs> what if I want to shot a Garum in it? I don't know what Garum is, but... Um, we're gonna something. talk about Garum for a second, because it's fascinating. Um, it's actually... A Let's re- go! The word is Roman or Latin, I think. Romans absolutely love, like, the fish sauce. It's really common, like, in a lot of East Asian cuisines yeah. now. But the way they make it is that, like, you get a pot of, like, reeds and clay... And then you literally just stuff a bunch of rotting fish and salt down at the bottom. And then yeah. the thick That's so black like... icker that forms from that is that fish sauce. Dude, this sounds pretty good. I'm getting, I'm getting, not even kidding, I'm getting kind of hungry. I'm starving, <laughs> so, but Speaking of fish sauce, I went to a Korean market probably last month because uh, my brother got me this Korean cookbook, so... Cool. I was gonna make kimchi, so I had I actually Ooh, had to buy mm-hmm. the fish sauce. That stuff smells like shit. Yeah. <laughs> it smells it's super so fish, bad. Fish smells terrible. Wait, did you go to the way it is? Where did you go to a Korean market at? There's one in Morrisville. Oh, nice. nice. And like it's Korea, it was Korean market, so it's like all the ingredients like verbatim were at the market and just really easy to find. But yeah, Gotta cool love place. It. Nice. Wow. Nice. What about you, Tom? Tell us about your work. Um, well, I am working in the uh, education academic research sector right now. Ooh, you're a scientist. I'm like a research assistant, so I make literal poverty wages and pay no taxes, and it's a great gig because I'm uh, living with my parents. At a a top ten university in the world with a multi-billion dollar endowment. Beautiful. They actually have a great, sort of a respectable system where if you have a certain level of education, and I have my BS in biochemistry, then you have to get paid a certain minimum. Yeah, and for me that is eleven dollars an hour, so not great, but Dude. still actual money. Dude, yeah. five five years of five year degree, and you're like, and they're giving you eleven dollars an hour. It sounds fair to me, man. <laughs> People go rail too hard against. I the should big have been level. pulling myself up by my bootstraps. At that rate, you'll be able to pay off your student loans when you're about one hundred seventy five years old. <laughs> but it's crazy for doctors and stuff like that when they're yeah, just yeah. starting out in residency yeah they don't make a lot of money but then the spike when they get into like the yeah. er or like or yeah. or whatever they are yeah it's a huge uh, and then increase. you only have a quarter million debt to pay off <laughs> exactly <laughs> um yeah i do want to segue off because i was thinking about when i asked you about the bad 
the worst case scenario at um, juice business. And, um, <laughs> my lab in the college I went to, which that's not a secret, but I do have a, a good story where I nearly killed myself because I accidentally oh, made um, hydrogen selenide, which um, of is course I'm, I'm familiar. A certain <laughs> gas, but not to uh, dive too deeply into any um, secret research I was doing. But mm. um, I was working with this metal selenium. <laughs> And, uh, the antidote. It's it the antidote for the coronavirus. OD is developing the next, you know, super bioweapon. <laughs> Long story short, I cured cancer, but Big Pharma won't let it out. <laughs> um, it's much, 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 uh, much more profitable to uh, treat them with chemotherapy. <laughs> I should start off this story by saying um, I had a great um, colleague named Mikola in the lab. Extremely Eastern European. Shout spoke very Mikula. little English, but just absolutely lovely person. And he was in the lab when I was basically like cracking open this tube that I was not 100% sure what I had made in it, but I wanted to figure that out. It's a lie! it up, take a big whip. I noticed like I did not take a big whip, but I should have opened it under a few hood. That's actually, like rule number like, one of the lab. Don't uh -huh. take a big whip. <laughs> I was wafting, you see. But I noticed this, a very strange, very powerful odor. Not actually unpleasant, honestly. Hmm, that's I was how a little put you. off that's by that hydrogen exactly. sulfuric solenide. Solenide. Good gets you. Look at you. But, um, Look at me with words. And like I was just like sitting there thinking, like I should probably put this under the fume hood because I'm not sure what that is. I don't know if I'm causing that. And Mechala comes over and he's like clearly very. What have like, you done? He's like into like maximum, you know, Papa Bear mode and goes like, "What was in that tube you just opened?" And I'm like, <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, let's see. Uh, this, this, and selenide." And goes, <laughs> I like, just oh. put shit into a vial. <laughs> Isn't that what we do? What we do here? And I told him mixy and bad smell came. I don't know. <laughs> exactly. I told him selenium was in it. He goes like, okay, get that under the fume hood now and leave the lab. So I'm like, all right, we all go out. And like, I like rush over and like, he's not explaining anything. He's like turning on, he's turning on valves, dialing numbers, <laughs> types on keyboards. And then like, I we, said, Stat. we leave, we close the door and turn us and he goes like, that was hydrogen selenide. I could tell because I've smelled it before. It's very, very toxic. So we're just going to leave the lab closed for an hour while it, uh, you know, airs itself out. So I'm like, okay. And he goes like, I'm going upstairs, you stand out here and make sure no one goes in the lab. So I was just got to just stand outside the lab for an hour and tell everyone that no one could go in because I accidentally poisoned myself. <laughs> Dude, that's life, man. That is a great story and I'm pissed I, I haven't heard it sooner. <laughs> what is the reaction of everybody when you like do you just go like sorry guys, boofed it? <laughs> <laughs> Only like Today I fucked up. I was in the basement of the one uh, biology building actually, so like five people people walked by and like one of them was Walter the Jander, absolutely amazing guy. He goes like, oh, what are you doing out there, Tom? He goes like, oh, I accidentally poisoned the whole lab so no one can go in. And he just like, I've never forgotten like the look of bemused disappointment he had in me. <laughs> He's, dude, he works. He's probably worked at that building for 20 years. He's probably, like, every year some yeah. college kid comes along and, like, creates the new anthrax. They have to air it out for a day. Tom, have you ever seen, in your, in your experience in the lab, um, have you ever seen anybody have to, like, get shoved into that shower thing yeah. and nope. pull the emergency shower. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. Nothing has happened. There was actually a big thing. We actually got taught about this specific instance in our safety training where, like, a very high-profile biochemist at Harvard uh, killed herself because she was working with this chemical called diethylmercury, I think. Damn. And she... She went crazy from it? No, like, just a drop of it fell on her glove, instantly seeped through into her skin. She knew how dangerous it was. She, like, took everything off you know, got in the shower, immediately went to the hospital, and they told her, like, there's really nothing we can do. It's going to go in, and I'm not sure exactly what mechanism it is, but it's going to attack your brain and slowly kill you. 
And even with all the technology we had, there was nothing anyone could do, and she just that's, died over a span of two months. That's harrowing. From, oh like, a drop of God. material. I'm using that When word, she right? was perfectly wearing all the protective gear she had to. That's terrifying. Tom, uh, don't use that stuff, man. <laughs> Stay away. Yeah, take up a different career. <laughs> yeah, the thing Walter's oh, seen, just walking by you, oh, hydrogen selenide, kid. You gotta be careful about that one. Oh, my God. That's wild. My mind's blown. I didn't know the stakes were that high. Your job was way more intense than what I thought it was. Like, I thought it was just you in a lab all day. I didn't know it was... Being like tangential to death at moments. I thought you were just a science bitch, Tom. Yeah, I thought you were just a dumb science bitch. These are like the two peaks over three years I have done stuff somewhat adjacent mm. to this, so do not think it's that exciting. Yeah. Okay, what's um what's DEFCON one at a Space Force? Uh the sky falls. <laughs> well, that boomer coworker I was talking about. Yep. I mean he just I'm thank God I'm not working with him directly. Well, maybe in the future I will. But he just loves to complain about how a bunch of, we call them, they're called level, I'm a level one, we're all called level ones. People just come into the company, mm-hmm. literally, you're just at the bottom. But, you know, you're still a software engineer, software engineer associate, or is it what they call us. But um, he just complains that they don't know how to document their code or how mm-hmm. to, um, we use like this version control software where like people can commit changes. So no one has to wait on each other. They can like commit it and then it all gets kind of, mushed together but if you like mess up it can get really complicated but uh, he just loves to complain about that so I don't know like DEF would probably just be like Even the Google Russians or the Chinese are trying to hack into our database or something I don't know Dude, even Google Docs lets you change track people making changes on paper <laughs> it's wild well cause you have to pull the code and stuff to your local machine mm-hmm. and work on That's that so and as long as you're not working on the same file it's fine but if you're like if I change line five of the code and you change line five of the code and we try to push it together, it's not going to know which one to choose. So like you have to go in manually and be like, hey, take this change, throw that out stuff. I don't know. So what you're saying is coding computers Google the cloud, if I'm understanding you correctly. <laughs> That's correct. What? Okay, okay. <laughs> I think you're forgetting about the blockchain. Alex. Yeah, so the blockchain Googled and now the cloud is coded. That's correct. All right, okay. right, right, right. You're just shouting a bunch of buzzwords right now. Dude, I got it. I get it. I know. I'm smart. I understand. Computer science has a lot of buzzwords. Like, our manager's just like, oh, yeah, go look up this software and see how it works. And I'm like, all right, how does this software work? And it's just like, open source cloud native uh, tool for storage. And I'm like, all right, what does cloud native mean? It's like, cloud native is like, has all these other terms that I need to look up. And I'm like, so many rabbit holes. (laughs) Yeah, very, very much so. Is it like the NCIS scenes? Like, do you get, like, red alerts when people are hacking into your data, or is that just pure nonsense? I mean, our firewall is like the Great Wall of China, so I don't know if people could really... But what if they bypass the firewall? (laughs) What if they get into the mainframe? (laughs) What do you do then? I don't know. Maybe they're in the firewall right now. That's what we have the IT for, the (laughs) IT department, to actually do. Because, like, I don't work in in the IT part, so I don't really... um, concern myself with that i just no, go in and sense. do my own work i see i can't be out worrying about all the worst possible scenarios true dude mm-hmm. you get overwhelmed you can't look at everything from thirty thousand feet you gotta get up close nitty-gritty yeah man <laughs> <laughs> more buzzwords <laughs> <laughs> that could that also kind of brings brings us back to like company culture like HR, how they yeah. always talk about these buzzwords like team building and um, yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, I, I never understood HR. Like, how I, 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 this is going to be inflammatory, I guess, but how could you, like, 
It's everybody. Nobody believes those seminars and things you hear in meetings. So like, how could you want to go into HR when everybody hates the <laughs> HR person? I don't know. I think it's mostly just. I, it depends on the on the company. Like, I mean, the the HR representative, their job is to like look out for your interest as a worker. Sure. So like, I don't know. Not everyone's Toby from the office, you know. Yeah. That's Toby, that bitch. They're mostly they're mostly keeping the um the bosses from like screwing over the their workers. That's <laughs> right. like kind of what their and that's job useful. is. Yeah, like, but then you also get <laughs> some HRBS thrown in there where it's like, do this company culture or like not company culture, yeah, company culture event or like I don't know, yeah. spam with emails about mm-hmm. events and stuff and yeah, it's a lot of administrative bullshit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, and a lot of it's um, also because you can't have a lawyer in every single office, mm-hmm. like so a lot of it's just representing the legal department and it's like. Okay. Making sure they're not getting sued because they, you know, are making sure people aren't sexually harassing each other and things like that, you know. Which Toby did not do in the office. <laughs> Jim he's is like, a fucking creep. Michael, man. maybe you shouldn't be diddling everybody. And he's like, damn it, Toby. Stop looking at Ryan like that. <laughs> or Jim just staring at the receptionist yeah. for hours on end when he should be doing his work. Yeah, the more times you rewatch Office, the more times you're like, dude. Dwight is terrorized by Jim. <laughs> all, all Dwight had to do was go to HR, and Jim would have been fired, and then the series would have been over. <laughs> no so, conflict. It's, it's like if Breaking Bad happened in a country with universal health care. <laughs> yeah. There's just no point thinking about it, because yeah. it wouldn't make a very good show. The story show. ends. Yeah. 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 Oh, well. What are you going to do? Dwight was also, like, super mentally handicapped, right? Like, nothing, something wasn't clicking up there. Dude, he was the premier this set, he was, dude, he literally printed money selling paper, okay? <laughs> He had, like, he ran he a farm his... while maintaining a full-time job. Dwight, while, in addition to having okay. multiple black could, belts. Could, so. you argue, could you argue that he's just autistic? Yeah, no, I, I, I was going to say, I was going to say he monetized his autism. That's what he did. And then Jim wow. bullied this poor... <laughs> I've heard like a blistering hot take where um, we might want to cut this out because it's that hot. So oh, no, you can't censor it. this, dude. dude. The audience like, is on their in a lot of seat. in a lot of science fiction. You <laughs> have like robots and droids, and like the entire idea is that like, oh my god, is artificial intelligence just like people, or is it something different? Are they just tools, or are they man? So you always have to show this robot with this actually a question, and like in something like I Robot with Will Smith, or even like you know Star Wars movies. You have droids where, like, it's like, hmm, well, we want them to be, you know, as rational and as intelligent as a human, but clearly not human. So, like, you know, we have to make them very stilted and awkward and, like, make sure they, you know, don't get idioms or subtleties in conversation. (laughs) So in doing that, you make a robot that's just... You know, a pantomime of someone with an autistic. Yeah, yeah. whoa, yeah. dude. Because how else would you do that? Like, if you want an example of that in real life, the closest you can get to is Wait. probably someone who's on the spectrum. So it's like you... data from the next generation. Yeah, exactly. to bring oh it back to the better story. Is that like the plot? Okay. Is that like the plot for the movie Gattaca? Basically, <laughs> no. Basically. no, not at all. Because no. <laughs> <laughs> there are like robots like... in that movie. Yeah, those are, isn't like cloned. No, He's it's like you're like, thinking of cyborgs, Alex. It's like it's like genetic <laughs> modification, but they're still yeah. human beings. Uh, but they're better, faster, uh, stronger. Yeah. If you want to see a waste of Jude Law, watch Catacombs. <laughs> oh my god, that's a, that's a He's a one. beefcake and a half. Dude. I know, and they, yeah, and they put him in a wheelchair. Yeah, they a make great him crawl movie. into like a jet engine and burn to death because that's his choice. <laughs> Why did he incinerate himself? Oh, that's that's spoiler. The dude, spoiler! <laughs> Actually, right, if you haven't seen Catacombs, it's now 50 years. Skip ahead if you don't want spoilers for the 1990s critically acclaimed movie Catacombs. I will defend that movie to the day I die. <laughs> Tony Shalhoub, Uma Thurman, at her prime. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, that's was that true. pre or post Kill Bill? That was pre Kill Bill. Pre Kill Bill, I believe. Wow, that was. I think it has to be pre Kill Bill. Yeah, it? I'm thinking after Kill Bill, you'd be, you'd be. Uh, that's a bad move to go back into Gattaca territory. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Didn't we watch all the Kill Bills and uh, during senior week? I think that I think that happened. Definitely. Kill Bill's a great show. We did. Yes. That's Tarantino, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. The first one's in. incredibly better than the second one, but still good. So, I was wondering if we could transfer to something else, guys. Yeah, we'll of course, to, Mike. We have something written down here: uh, dating in Bucks County while living with parents. Yeah, we take notes, guys. We take notes. We take notes. This isn't we... totally off the fly. <laughs> we, we put in a little bit of effort here. Yeah, Don't yeah. reveal the masquerade. Um, Alex, I think you had a thing or two to say about this, didn't you, big guy? Yeah, yeah. So. Tom, like you had mentioned, living at home is is great for all the reasons that you like for all the upfront reasons you uh-huh. can imagine. You know, for all the uh, logistical material, logistical reasons, material yeah. reasons, but but with every pro, there's a con. My there, friend. Hey, the grass is greener yeah. always on the other side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when Saturday and Friday and Saturday roll around, you know you don't have too many options, especially mm-hmm. in the town that we're in, in terms uh-huh. of mm-hmm. I want to go out and I want to meet. Uh, a cute little, or I don't want to say little, but just a woman. <laughs> you can say little girl. You're, I don't want to say girl. You're, you're really tall. I have tall. to be really careful what I say on this cute, podcast. You're really tall. I can't say girl. I can't say female. I want to meet a woman in Bucks County, all right? But my options are, are slim to motherfucking none. Um, <laughs> you know, it's tough because we go to our local a local bar. Or watering hole. Shout out to Green Parrot. Yep. Um, GP. If you if you Sponsor are a woman, us. you want to meet me there. Go, come to the Green Parrot. Um, <laughs> There's no women. Listening the problem. The problem. Okay, so the problem is, I'll, I'll get right to the. Here's the kicker. So a lot of times, if I go to the like Shout over these past six months, mm-hmm. if I'm at the Green Parrot, if I meet a girl or excuse me, a woman, and she's younger than me, she's in college, so she doesn't want to talk to me. She's just like piss off because I'm gonna go back to school next week and I'm I, I go to Penn State, 20 hours away. I'm not gonna see you, right? Yeah. Or it's the other side of the spectrum where I meet. A woman mm-hmm. that is maybe home for the weekend or doesn't go out too often, but she's like 25 or 26. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing. She's like, piss off. Like, you're too young for me. Mm-hmm. You know? So, Dude, I, you got to find that, this, that, I, that demographic of older women who are into younger women. Ah, it, yeah, yeah. And it's like, how do you open <laughs> how that? How thrive in that? You know, but it's interesting because it's like, you, uh, you go to the, yeah. if you go to the Green Parrot every weekend... It's like the it's the definition. Is that of something hit or you miss. do? Is that something you do? No, no, I don't want to get to that point. I don't want to get to that point. Nick, what do you got, big guy? Big Al, if you don't mind me asking, what's your type? Oh. <laughs> what, are, what, are you, what are you looking for? If you don't mind disclosing, Aryan. Uh, she has to be a Capricorn. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I've always been into blondes, so original. But I don't. I don't have like. I don't really have. Okay. Like a, I don't think like a set type that kind of takes right. precedence. I don't know that. if you, you know, know just have. Yeah. Like a rough kind of sketch in your mind of like oh or like if you see like a certain type of girl you're like you're kind of more easily attracted to them than you would be other type of like, mm-hmm. yeah yeah so maybe anywhere between like maybe like on the taller side like five six to five ten would be a good height and then because you're what like six foot four six foot four yeah you but at the end of the day like tall. you know if you're good looking definitely, <laughs> it definitely will catch your attention for sure yeah but, I believe people have types I just I don't think I've ever had a type. I don't think I do, but I do know yeah, people, like, guys especially, but also girls were like, shut up, Doug. <laughs> Men are indiscriminate. But, like, yeah, I know guys were like, everyone, they're like, oh, wow, she was really cute. And they're talking about people who all look the, sort of the same. And, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But then it's like, okay, I'm in this, you're in this situation where you're, you're running into these problems where you're not meeting people at these bars. Mm-hmm. Or you're just maybe unlucky on these certain nights. So then you tap into, like, your second stream of trying to 
meet a woman, which is these <laughs> dating apps. So we got Tinder, we got Bumble, we got Hinge. There's different cougar apps if you're into that. It's nuts. There's all these different spectrums. And each one offers a, diff different. a different appeal to mm -hmm. it. Like the dynamics are different in terms of like Tinder is traditionally more for like hooking up. Bumble, the woman has the wait, power. Wait, wait, wait. Tinder's hooking up? That's what, isn't that what? what? <laughs> is that what it is? Maybe that's, that's all sure three years Alex ago. Has been doing it. I think hey, that's still um, the deal. He's making uh, so everybody's hooking up on Tinder. What you're saying is everybody's hooking up on Tinder. I haven't hooked up on Tinder. What's going on? You've hooked up on Tinder plenty of times. Not enough. Hinge not is like more. I think for like it's just like more built out. So you put more information in. People are a little bit more serious about it. Less on anonymity. Yeah, and it's just a different dynamic because it's like I don't know. There's a dating app just for conservatives. It's called a uh, right writer. No <laughs> way, dude! My God, with passing, or passing, you should get on there and just troll the shit out of some so <laughs> some saying, gun some so, gun girls. So what they're saying, without really saying it, is is that it's just a whites only dating. Because <laughs> 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 that conservatives only means dude, that's your type. Alt writer. There's already a dating app for conservatives. It's called the Family Group Chat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but I'm going way back to that incest stereotype <laughs> so Alex what's your um, big Al what's your your dating app of choice so right now my current rotation I have Bumble and Tinder Bumble and Tinder Classic simultaneously or like one when you're not feeling the other well I have them both open mm -hmm. and I just viciously swipe okay. um, <laughs> like no one's safe <laughs> I, I, there's different routes that you can do. Like, I just swipe everyone, and then you just—it's mm -hmm. a numbers game, right? It's a—it's a buckshot strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you're shooting your shot. Shooting like, once shoot. you match, you just choose to not talk. To <laughs> yeah, them yeah. I think I think the whole premise of like the dating app is ridiculous enough. Why not just be into it? Right? Like, <laughs> exactly. that is the problem. Like, all dating apps are stupid because talking to a picture online <laughs> is not dating. <laughs> but if they're hot, dude, who cares? <laughs> no, I, I do the exact same thing. Right? Yeah, but, oh, no, yeah. So that's been the the little bubble that I've run into sure. while being at home. And then it's also like, okay, like, let's say, like, you do, it does work out, and you meet a great girl, or excuse me, woman, at a mm. bar in Bucks County, or on one of these dating girl, apps. Okay. I'm not just going to take them to, like, my parents' house and be like, hey, like, sneak in the back door with me in my basement at, like, 4 a.m., <laughs> you know? You have you can, but you have to use that exact voice <laughs> to do it. Come here. So it's like, yeah, so <laughs> it's just a little different, and some of the ways I've gotten around that have been, like, you know, going up to Philly or going to New York mm -hmm. and just, like, Trying to like space out some weekends like that, but where do you like? Where would you take? Like, do you have a place in New York or Philly that you could go back to? <laughs> no. no. Well, what so I'll do like, is like, it's like sometimes like if we get like a squad. I don't think like we haven't done it, but like if you get like an Airbnb, you're banging for, the night, for roof. Is you what know? you're trying to do. You're trying to find somebody who will invite you over. I'll just go up like aimlessly and be like, I need to find a place to stay tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to sleep on the curb. If you don't meet somebody. You're asleep on the street. I'll sleep on the street. Or I'll just, yeah, I'll just go back. It's so. the ultimate motivation. If you aren't sexy, you're not eating. <laughs> Fish got a bite. Fish got a bite. So, I mean, that's been like the biggest thing since mm -hmm. since coming home. But, you know, it's it's been a fun little journey trying to navigate it. And it's always interesting to talk about it. Are there any cuties at work? Or are you more of like a don't poop where you eat kind of guy? <laughs> oh, boy. I do eat my own poop. But uh, no, that that's, we can't be talking about that again. I um, that hasn't that hasn't come up um, mainly just because like that op, that situation really hasn't. I haven't really like crossed that bridge yeah, where yeah, that, yeah. that like thought has even come across like you know come about. Mm -hmm. So you're still putting on the bullshit work persona. Yeah, the work persona. Mm -hmm. yeah. So stay tuned for like episode nine or ten. I'll keep you guys updated. Nice, nice, <laughs> we'll nice touch nice. back in. Have you been we to any uh, company like happy hours or anything? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, but it's right. like the same thing. Like we've we've had company events and happy hours and whatnot, but that bridge still has not really been crossed. Do you have business cards? I do have a business card. Dude, why don't I have one do of your I business cards? Do you have any on you? On you? Uh, actually, I might. Let me check. You got I got a boatload. I haven't given out one because like I don't what? want to. Uh, what are you about to change? Like, they were about to What are you doing? Put up in the barn. What are you doing at all these? Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing at all these happy hours? If not giving out your business card, bro. Dude. I've been looking to take my marketing firm in a new direction. <laughs> I only have one, but next time I'll come back, I'll bring a bunch. I don't want to take that. Actually, this is the card. What if you get an elevator with Mark Cuban? Dude, you know this. This is the card of the live singer at the Green Parrot on Saturday nights. So if you ever want to get her, remember we talked to her. She charges like two hundred fifty bucks. Dude, I don't like that girl because I had just put money in the jukebox. Wait, are they by herself? I think I saw those two one time. If it's a duo, it's a Stephanie Brown duo. Thanks, pal. Huh. You're welcome, yeah, that's Dad. Lit. That's a nice card. It's a, it's a clean business card, good guy. <laughs> it is. Oh, it's a nice that's card. got raised lettering on it. <laughs> oh, Woo! yeah. Now I finally know how to get in touch with you. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Different color. Wait, on the I, I'm curious. How are you guys navigating the dating scene in, in Bucks County? I know you, both well, of you, two, yeah, Doug yeah, and, and Mike, have both have girls. Um, I'm not so, so much like navigating as I am sinking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that you're eight swimming, you're sinking, guy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I feel like you was on Tinder dates. I, I'm always swiping on Tinder, but I don't know. I don't know if it's... Fuck I don't you, know. Did you take my card? I don't play the game, too. I don't play the game... Actually, that's not true. I play the game very much. I love the game, well, but not always, successful at it, slash... I don't I'm, know. I think I'm just picky. Dude, if you're, at, if you're at the bat, who cares if you strike out? As long as you're showing up, you know? Yeah, yeah dude. It's true. I Every, love sports you know? metaphors. <laughs> Every once in a while. Let's go take your hats, <laughs> how about How about you, boys? Um, I downloaded Hinge purely because I was bored, ultimately. I didn't even expect to do anything with it, but, like, I've been and, on, like, a And couple, you're now engaged. I've been, like, on a couple <laughs> dates in Philly, and, like, no, nothing has, like, ever happened, and, like... It's just the same thing with, like, what am I going to do? Be like, oh, yeah, living at home. Why don't you come on by sometime? <laughs> it's just... I talk with some interesting people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same here. Yeah. <laughs> they kind of say, yeah, similar to Tom's story. Yeah. Good. Have you brought a girl, like, have no. been in the situation where you have? No, never. I never brought her to my house, no. I always no. wondered about that, because when I brought my girlfriend to my house, we had already been seeing each other for some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it wasn't like, um, this is like the second time I've met you. Why don't you meet my parents? Yeah. <laughs> but no. like, luckily, my parents really like her because she's great. But if it wasn't that way and my parents were just not about this person, that would be such a hassle just mm-hmm. every day to be like, so she's coming by this weekend. I'll keep her out of your sight if you guys <laughs> yeah. avoid her. We're going to be in the kitchen at this time. Yeah. Do not be in a one-room radius. <laughs> that's what we do. My parents are coming. Get out. Get out. Outside. Yeah. And that's I, what you do when we come over, right, Doug? <laughs> you guys are outdoor friends. This, that's why you're not this, recording inside. This whole conversation. <laughs> I feel like this whole conversation about going out mm-hmm. and, and meeting women and whatnot, it definitely leads to a different avenue okay. to take the road less traveled about grinding. Right? <laughs> so like Yes, of course. Like that's that's what right? I was thinking so as well. So like a lot of people, I'm sure if you haven't grinded on a girl, you I haven't think it's, I think it's ground. Is that what it maybe it is. If you haven't ground <laughs> or been grounded on uh, between the ages of like thirteen and like seventeen, got like a half chub out of it to like a raging pit bull song, you haven't lived, right? But um, a lot you, of maybe you should explain <laughs> what grinding is. Okay, so before you talk about your chub. Yeah, with don't pit you have bull. a process for it? Oh yeah, there's a whole I mean it's hard because we don't 
We used to video it back in the back. Well, you, back in your time. I <laughs> used to video you me. Did. I did not know Alex at this time. So I'm involved. Any you absolutely did. well. You well, first describe what grinding. Yeah, is, yeah, grinding is so okay. Okay, so it's like if you're at a, a dance, usually it's a school dance. This because this is when grinding first starts to come up to the surface. Is if you're at a school dance. And high school, yeah. High school, you know, it's dark out, but there's a lot of pretty girls around. Hormones are And, like, air. you know, you don't want to, like, totally suck face because, like, that teacher's, he's got an eye on you because, like, you know, you're swinging a big guy. And, you know, that pit bull song comes on. That pit <laughs> you're, you're doing what? You're swinging a big guy. <laughs> what do you mean by swinging a big guy? Let's define our terms here before we go. It means you have, are you walking around? You're swinging a big You're walking around with just a full guy. He's just out. Like, a full guy. Yeah, a full guy. Dude. Like you if like, you're wearing jeans, though, it could be your suppressed. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, get mom. With it. <laughs> Just waddling. I'm sorry about this. One. So like, circa, you know, whatever the year is, that that go-to pitbull song or like Tayo Cruz song comes on, How's and it's go, time. it's go time. It's go time. Like you've been eyeing up this girl for like the last hour, hour and a half. It's go time. She's bobbing back and forth with her friends, kind of keeping her, you know, check one out, check uh, one one head over her shoulder, one head over the other, looking for some prey as well. She's into that, it. She's into it. Yeah, the butt's coming bit. out. The butt's coming out. Nick's standing up to to demonstrate this. What's coming out? And you know, you're like a shark. Boom! You go in. You Boom! Smell in the water, left, baby. And it's it's gotta be synchronized. You gotta practice it before, because if you don't, you're gonna you're gonna totally mess up. So right foot, <laughs> left foot plants, right foot plants, <laughs> left arm. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. Left arm, right arm, locked. You know where it's locked on. I don't think I have to say. And you're bobbing back and forth, bobbing. But that back moment and forth. where you're about to make contact, let's say, you're going you have the, to catch the. Sw- you have to catch that. You gotta catch the, you gotta the right time. Yeah, because the right. woman has the devil's kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of like one of those things where she doesn't know it's coming. She's like, whoa. She kind of perks up. She looks back. She's like, all right, this is cool. Like, you're, like it, it's it's really like a five-second process for like, you okay. know if you're good or you're bad. Because if you're it zigging, like she's zagging. Zagging. Yeah, if she's zagging, out. get the fuck you out. You gotta go out. You gotta S, cover yeah. yourself. Boom, like 180, <laughs> other side of the gym, regroup with your boys, wait for the next song, right? But <laughs> if you're in there, you're bobbing, you know, and you don't say anything. This is the key. You don't say anything. You're bobbing. Bobbing, maybe I think 30. You're supposed to ask. No, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> 30 seconds in, you're bobbing, and then you hit him with the, you know, and it's it's hot, it's sweaty, music's blasting, you're screaming, you know, you know, the first thing you go is, hey, what's your name? <laughs> hit him with that. It's easy, simple. You're a simple guy. Hit him with the what's your name. She says your name, and you're like, cool. My name is, you know, say your name. My name's Alex, Big Al. <laughs> Uh, Albino out, you know, so you're yeah, bottom. Definitely go with Big Al. And here's the thing. The next part <laughs> is sure you're clear personal. About where you stand. Yeah. <laughs> the next part is personal preference, um, maybe experience level, really what you want to do. But I always like to use to kind of ride the wave of the song. Okay. Mm. So as the song would approach its quote unquote peak, you would approach your peak as well. Oh. So, you know, as that, you know, for example, the Pitbull song, grab somebody sexy, tell them, hey. So you grab somebody sexy, every. tell them, hey. So like, that's when you kind of go in and then, excuse me, excuse me. I might have too much for my good tonight. We might not get tomorrow tonight. Right? At that point, like when Neo kind of breaks it up, sure, sure, you just sure. hit him with the, the second, this is all you got to say. You got the name. You introduce your name. You go, you're bobbing. Hey, <laughs> you want to hook up? That's it. Nice. Him with that, you want to hook up, and then she kind of like, like you know, reluctantly, reluctantly kind of like stretches <laughs> her neck, no. and you're like, great, turn her around, turn her around, and you know, the rest is history. And then you know, your boy's like, yeah, and you're kind of like, yeah, as you're like hooking up with her. I um, think this podcast might come up in court for, <laughs> <laughs> and she, you just gotta go and get it like a shark. 
<laughs> hey, reluctantly, he's she'll just turn around talking about two children, but it was him <laughs> as a child, so that's not no. That like weird. This, I mean, yes. To preface all of this, he's lived this. Um, this I don't know who our listeners are going to be. This is definitely a lot of the hyperbole. <laughs> um, we're jazzing it up for you guys, but it's not. I don't think it's hyperbole. As as you know, like a lot, I think a lot of people think that grinding kind of cuts off. Uh, after you graduate, like the tenth grade, <laughs> but I, let I me tell you, as, oh no. right. let me let me tell you something. As someone that had went through college and experienced different types of parties and scenes, I would argue that grinding at the high school level only prepares you for the college level, yeah. <laughs> and then from there it like propels you into adult world grinding, which is like a whole other world yeah, that I still grinding, haven't like got into. You know, you're at a club at like two a.m. You know, what are your moves? You know, what's your resume like? You know. What did you, you do in high school? What you do in what college? Where'd you go? You know, and I think a lot of people they I think lose you're just, that. I think you're just describing uh, conversation. <laughs> I think that's what no, you're no, I was not on board with everything you said <laughs> until 30 seconds ago when you said it prepares you for gliding in the future. I'm like, hey, that's a good point. <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta take step one before you take step eight. You know, it's just the way it goes. Yeah. So that's grinding. Good. That's dating in Bucks County. Where are we at on time, boys? Guys, we've hit our record time for the Mega Crew cast, also known as the MCC. The MCC. <laughs> we got we gotta start pushing that as the acronym. MC squared. Yeah, No, that's beta. That's beta. Boom. No, guys, I'm sorry. I'm alpha. I swear. <laughs> but um, I think how are you this, gonna prove? <laughs> I think this is a good place to uh to call yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Um, that's a good. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Thank you if very you much. This far, like, subscribe, toss a I swipe up, swipe, swipe up, swipe up, swipe up. Super like, yeah, isn't that super like? <laughs> super yeah, like. <laughs> Message us. Find our places of business. Tweet at us. We're always open to mailbag questions. Um, uh, Jack really launched our mailbag last week, and I yeah, think it was a massive success. Twitter account, and then um, if you want to send us an email for mm-hmm. business inquiries, <laughs> uh, it's mega uh, crewcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Give us money. Salt at two hundred an hour. But <laughs> also, we find us on TikTok. We yeah. do have a PO box, so please send yep. any garbage <laughs> and refuse or toxic materials to sixteen hundred Pennsylvania Avenue, Washington <laughs> D.C. If you um, send us a dish, we will make Passione eat it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Interesting. Mm-hmm. If this, in fact, if this if this uh, uh, podcast gets 100 favorites, or we'll, we'll say 10 favorites, uh, Alex Passione will uh, eat something gross on camera. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> I don't know how he's I'll get my that. answer off you. Okay. I'm happy to answer that question off air. Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye.